Lord. I think that's it. I think that's it. No. Guys, we're here with Mervyn Thompson, past be. Christian turn agnostic. This cannot be. This is not it. This is not the intro. This is not it. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. Obey! If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Oh, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! yeah. Hey guys, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen Smith. I'm joined today by Mervyn Thompson. Welcome to season four. Mervyn Thompson is an executive producer of the new hit show, which hasn't really come out yet, but should be out by now. Um, yeah. Taboo Talks. Mervyn, welcome to the show. Hello, Stephen, and hello to your listeners. As you said, my name is Mervyn Thompson, executive producer Thompson. of Taboo Talks. Correct. And yes, I be sure. I'm sure to pronounce the H, although I Th- probably shouldn't, but I've had Tom. my name spelled incorrectly before. Really? T-O-M? Yeah, actually. Wow. S-O-N. And yeah, when when it first happened, I was like, oh yeah, Thompson is spelled like that sometimes. So I'm sure to pronounce the H Thomp- and the P. Yeah. Thompson. Yeah, because I don't want to... Thompson. If you spell my name incorrectly, obviously you don't mean me, so... That's, a whole That's not necessarily thing. true. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> so I'm going to do a fact of fi- we're going to do a fact of fiction section, which is a regular on the show. Um, and I'm going to give you five statements, and you're going to tell me if you think they're true or if they're false. All right. Yeah. Um, we usually try to say it's a game, so try to get three out of five at the very least. But What's the incentive, Stephen? None. Is there um, chocolate? Oh man. I could give uh, no. Nope, can't wow. give you that either. So yeah, moving peanut on. Peanut butter that you don't want anymore? I could give you the peanut butter if okay. you want. Okay. I thought that was, you didn't really like peanut butter, but. What I told you, I hope I do not not like peanut butter. I love it. I have peanut butter. If you win the game, you get the peanut butter. All right, so that was very old friendly. Yeah? <laughs> all right, so number one, number one, <laughs> number one. And these are all like kind of taboo things um, and right customs. Okay. I don't know what's. Steven, okay, let's go. Number that. one. Number oh my one. god. <laughs> <laughs> number one. Okay. Um, in Switzerland, you can't cut grass on Bruh. Sunday. True or false? Bruh, straight out of left field. <laughs> wow. It's um, gonna it be like that. <laughs> true. It's absolutely one hundred percent true. You got the first one right. You aren't allowed to mother grass on Sundays. You can't hang laundry. You cannot recycle your trash. Switzerland is known for its recycling laws, but not on Sundays. If you are caught sending out the trash to the recycle centers close to you, you will be fined. Huh. Yeah, that's, okay. that's a little strict, right? Number Chick- two. Eh, not really. It's very, chicken, it's very Chick-fil-A. It's very Chick-fil-A of them. Um, As a whole country. But they got a lot of things in place that make sense to me. So like this one like thing, that, yeah. yeah so like, they, it just makes the, the 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 machine of sense that is Switzerland works. But uh, okay. that was that was weird to me. Number two, in Nepal, it is considered unclean to eat food from the same plate or that someone already put in their mouth. In Nepal, it mm. is considered unclean to eat food from the same plate. Or that someone already put in their mouth. True or false? 
I kind of feel like that's true. Well, your face kind of tell look like you're wrong. And, and, let me go with true. True. It's 100% it true. You're doing chest. well. You're doing well. It's whole true. Chest. It's true. Once you've touched something with your lips, it is considered Obviously. polluted, mm-hmm. which is called juthu for others. Do not sip others' wine bottles, water bottles, eat off others' plates, or offer someone else food you've taken a bite of. Similarly, food should not come into contact with a used plate or utensil before eating, which is the total opposite of the Korean diet, or the Korean dining experience. Huh. Right, number three. Wearing the color red to a Chinese funeral is considered a deep form of respect to the grieving family. Wearing the color red to a Chinese funeral is considered a deep form of respect to a grieving family. I would like to say that's true. It's absolutely false. Wow! And this is, is the opposite. At Chinese funeral, as is some other Asian traditions, families wear white at the funeral and ought not to wear any jewelry. Red is considered the color of happiness. That, that's why I went that way because I know it's something having to do with luck and good Mm-mm. vibes and stuff like but that. Ch- Granted, it is a funeral and knowing like the, the different the ways Chinese and East Asians think that's so much to ours. We know we definitely would not wear red here. Correct. So like on that side, I They're could not, have seen it happening, but okay. But then check this out. Not only oh. is it rude to wear oh, red, Lord. the grieving family may take it as an intended insult to bring calamity and catastrophic ill to the family. You know, I've read this somewhere and I completely forget. So if you have East Asian slash Chinese listeners, I, I, I apologize. I'm, <laughs> I'll, I'll learn something. It's okay. okay. All right, number four. Mm-hmm. In Spain, yawning is considered a sign that someone is in need of help. Yawning almost always triggers an estas bien, are you okay in English? True or false? Let me go with true. It's absolutely false. Wow. Don't stretch I yawn in public in Spain. It is considered extremely vulgar. Yawning is vulgar? rude. Vulgar? Vulgar. Vulgar. Yawning is rude because it implies that the person speaking isn't interesting enough to keep people awake. To avoid seeming uninterested, cover your mouth or learn to yawn like the, I don't know who this person is, Lahalo. By covering your mouth, you are signifying that it is not a boring topic of conversation, but instead that you are tired. Okay. All right, number five. This is the last one, woman. This is peanut butter or bus, right? <laughs> <laughs> number five. It is, consid- it is considered very impolite to not take off your shoes before entering a house in Japan. It is considered very impolite not to take off your shoes before entering a house in Japan. True or false? It is considered impolite very to not. Very impolite to not, not take off your take shoes. Off your shoes. Before entering a house in Japan. True or false? False? It's true. A hundred percent true. Man, that was so close. I don't felt this was an easy one. I did. Because you just see it on TV all the time. Whenever they're going to the thing, they're going to take off the house. But, the shoes, sorry. Oh, I said, take shit. off the house. It's true, you know? They're going to take off the shoes. Because they don't drink tea and sun they're they're the the and stuff. Yeah, man, how could you say false? Like, you've... And immediately what came to mind is a master or some grandpa type character, Mm -hmm. anime, a movie, whatever, them sitting down, yes, and somebody enters the room and in my head I'm like, boy, I don't don't see them tracking through nobody place with no shoes by now. 
Yeah. Why did I even go fast? But hey. I do find that in sync is a lot of the times we could be good at things, but we're really terrible at business sometimes. Like it's the business running a business is a separate skill to fixing a car. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a separate skill to mm-hmm. even producing a website. It's a separate skill to photography and video and and cutting here. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like them, them Santa Domingos, when they come here, they have, I believe, they have an inbuilt sense of, 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 of business. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have a skill, yeah, and they're willing to work hard, maintain, maintain. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they got an inbuilt sense of business. It's like, we're going to spend a thousand dollars because we're looking to make eight thousand dollars. Yeah. Whereas in saying it is like, I want my thing look good, you know? Yeah, but your thing looking good going to cost you five grand and you're only making three. I think it's sort of maybe that, that, speaks to a different sense um maybe value of money yeah here at least like it's only until we get older in the federation is when shit really start to hit you like bye this is what mommy was talking about correct this Pressure is you. What, bye this is what <laughs> she mean by we got food at home correct like <laughs> correct food <laughs> life, in the fridge life the brace you up so fast but, like, I feel like these are things that you could instill in children from when they're yeah, small. From like, yeah. you're going to give them a dollar every day and you're going to always say, make sure you save, you know, make sure you save. You ain't got to buy snack all the time. You ain't need to buy sweetie all the time. Make sure you save. But do they really understand make mm-hmm. sure you save? Like, mm-hmm. what I mean, mommy? What do you mean, make mm-hmm. sure I save? But you give me money all the time. I know you're working and you tell me you're working for money. Like, what you need to save this? <sighs> You see, and the problem is too, as you say, is the, the culture of it, it's culture at home because yeah. when your ch- your children usually emulate your money habits, and we got really bad money habits, we're very spontaneous spenders, right? And what I mean by that is simple. You go out, it's like, uh, I feel like, yeah. I feel like to buy some KFC today. I feel like to do this. No, I'm, I'm not saying there's anything inherently wrong with that. But if that's the primary mode that you use to spend money, what you're teaching the child is to spend money based yeah, on your feelings mm-hmm. versus based on a plan. Like, for example, if you sit down with your child and you say, hey, look, listen, this month we got $100 to spend on outside Correct. food, right? We ain't spending number one or less. So if you want your big KFC fees, know that that's the only thing we're buying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this month. You see what I mean? What you're starting to teach the child is budgeting is like we already have exactly. a budget. And it's the same thing they're going to utilize when you give them the dollar. Maybe they might want to buy a bigger snack than the dollar going to afford. But I said, well, you're going to need to spend for that. You're going to need to, sorry, mm-hmm. not spend. You're going to need to save so that you could be able to afford that. Right. But man, giving right. you $5... Right. So you could buy that $5 sweetie, I'm going to give you a dollar a day and you're going to work out your mats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we don't really, we don't do a lot of that. And I no. think it'll be at the detriment of, of them growing older and realizing. Definitely. Like, what, what, what age is it that we know? Because the age that I realize that by this, this feces is going to spread around this room if may really get me up together. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Wow, you know, we just went from money to shit. Okay. I did, I did, right? <laughs> but the, 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 the time I realized that I need to be more prudent with the spending thing is when I move up my parents' house, <laughs> right? Because the honest truth is I used to spend most, if not all, of my money because uh-huh. there's nothing. It's like you live in your parents' house and you need to do nothing. Like, Why not have many bills to take care of? You got one bill. I had phone one bill. bill maybe? F- no, I, yes, the phone bill. 
I had the phone bill. No, I said, I, well, not like the landline per se, like as in maybe Well, we had mobile. landline at the time. Okay. And internet. So I, uh-huh. that was my okay, contribution, okay, okay. right? You are it, you are it, you are it. But any, any other thing, I just I put outside and spin it up. I had a different experience, boy, because mommy was always of the notion and the opinion. I didn't want me to and pay no bit. What? Boy. And may not, what are you if saying? Is, may not, if it is that something good, because, well, I wouldn't say no. In hindsight, I think it's a false sense of security mm. that she gave. Because mm. I get that, I think it's a Caribbean thing, is a proud uh, sense yeah. of pride. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I guess they feel like, egotistical. yeah, I guess they feel like they want the children got no bill. They ain't want mm. you dealing with that for the house. And is my name on the house? Is me dealing with the house? Are you going to mm. deal with the house? That's mm. what I felt it was. Okay. But then... So I go to Nevis. I lived on my own for a bit. So I, I know what dealing wow, with the fire. is like. And then... Boom. So I'm back there now. And then now mommy says, guys, we need to have a discussion. Well, it's all pandemic related, right? Uh-huh. In the sense that the pandemic shit everybody. So everybody finances out of whack and Correct. so on. But then when I get back there, I'm like, okay, I want to go to school. And I'm like, okay, so going back, knowing that mommy is always of the opinion that she training paying bill, blah, blah, blah. At least I could say, okay, I put in whatever I would have contributed to bills towards the, the, the little fund that I am now restarting because I exhausted the one I had with just trying to survive Correct, for yeah. the, the pandemic. And then now mommy hits us with, ah, we're going to need help with the bills. And I'm like, the hell? Like, I legit met my therapist before I went because I gone back home because of a situation that I don't think I want to talk about That's right okay. now. That's but fine. if it does come up, whatever. Mm. But yeah, so I tell my therapist, I'm like, going back home, I don't exactly want to because I know the mindset of my family. Mm-hmm. But then I guess the good is that may got a bill to pay. So I could use the money to save. Correct, correct. Oh my God. Go Great home now and me. then get hit with this shit. No, and I'm man. like, damn. You got to step up to the plate now. I could step up, but then something <laughs> got sacrificed because my paycheck only... That, that yeah, broad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, bye. Like, wow. mom, if mommy had just let us contribute over the years, like, I don't think he would have hit me. As hard. Yeah. But the thing is, my, my dad didn't really want me to move. When I when I moved out, he was like, you know, where are you moving on for? Yeah, mommy like, was like that, too. Like, what wrong with you? Like, <laughs> you know, are, are you stupid or something? Like... <laughs> No, but at the same time, there's 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 things that I think, as a man and as a, a growing woman or whatever, you need to, you need to kind of experience certain Correct. things for yourself. Correct. Like when I when I look at it in retrospect, and I realize that the format to which my parents wanted me to adapt to, because you know we grew up uh-huh. Christian faith, everything, right? And the format they want you to grow up in is, you live with your parents, both. You and your significant other, uh-huh. or you live with our parents until uh-huh, all you uh-huh. get married, and then you and then you move out to your married home. To your married home, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I understand this principle. It's probably to stop you from committing fornication, if that works. Why but, you gonna fornicate? Uh, whether whichever house, however, you uh, might well, meet in a canal, as whether long, you're married or not. As long as there's opportunity, there's uh, there's there's usually so fornication. But what I'm saying is. That's they wanted you to move out and to live yeah. with your spirit. Now, I am looking at it in retrospect and saying that would have been awful Correct. for me. Correct. Because 
even getting used to living by yourself is, a, is, is a difficult. Dynamic. Yeah, so yeah, imagine yeah. like when you're miserable, you're gonna be sharing this misery <laughs> <laughs> with this person that you don't tell the world that you love, right? Not just miserable too. Like I think, well, first I guess we could say, well, let me speak for myself. I was a shit person back then. Mm, yeah, yeah. Me definitely. moving from. Like, I did not know myself. Like, every day I'm learning more about myself. But mm. in retrospect, I was of no I wasn't ready. shape yeah, but, to yeah, move no. from my parents' house to being married to no, nobody no, and no, living no. with them. The no, hell? That'd be, that'd be like, and I think that's a flawed perspective, a flawed belief, especially in Christianity. Because as we just say locally, see me and live with me are two different it's things. It's two different things, yeah. And you, you and living with me would change your mind. How you mean? Considering. Why this has to be somebody who you want to brush your teeth <laughs> while they're taking a shit in the bathroom <laughs> with. Like, it got to get real like that. Oh, man. Like, you need to be able to see these people packs just regular and be accustomed with it, like, to it. Um, yeah, it's Them not way. being able to cook. Boy! Like, the cooking style, like... Them kind of things is what you Using legit gonna experience. Cilantro. Exactly. Even them things. Like, and you might not even know that you don't like the taste of cilantro because it, it might not be something that you grew up with in your home. Correct. But correct. the other person does. And like, exactly. you might not have eaten or sampled the, the food before. before. Like, but it's a whole different dynamic. But you know, that's a good point. That's a good point to come up with it. Because it's like, why don't we sample some of these things? Like, I feel like sometimes you know, the religion kind of puts you into the marriage long before you're really ready to get married. You don't Correct. have the backing or the the, the, the the foundational understanding of this person to really say, I'm going to commit to you for the rest of my life. And simply put, you don't have a preference. Like, I feel like, I think that the the scope or how we, we, we just choose things and we don't even know why we choose things. Mm. I was having this conversation with my coworker the other day. We don't usually have these kind of conversations in the morning. So like a good I don't workplace, know man. why. Oh, yeah. to in the morning, that's like our morning, boo? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It legit <laughs> is. And I'm like, uh-huh. a lot of the decisions we make by default, mm. we ain't even realize that we're making these things. Like, you have not been with somebody who's toxic to know that these are toxic traits I should look out for. True. This is a toxic person I do not want to be with. Mm. Um, this is what I want in my relationship, stuff like that. Like, you don't have much of a preference or you are not able to say, I prefer chocolate ice cream mm-hmm. over vanilla. When you have not had chocolate ice cream, all you grew up with was vanilla. vanilla correct. So you can't say, I that like chocolate, uh, I like mint and rum and raisin. Well, you haven't had those for you to really say, you know, Make I a definitive statement. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've had chocolate and I've had rum and raisin, and I think that might be a good combo, you know, like... I put chocolate. Or the minty thing and rum <laughs> and raisin. You know, like, I think that the minty underlying flavor might really enhance this the rum thing. and raisin or the chocolate for whatever reason. But I got you. being in religion, like, you... Yeah, it kind of stick you. Yeah, yeah, you legit in a box. That's what I told I told my sister one time, like when she was growing up, and I hope my mother and father never listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but really hoping they never listen to this. <laughs> I, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna put it under the name that they ain't gonna be interested in. 
But like, um, I remember one time I told my sister, cause she, she, my sister is very romantic and sound. Like she's very loving, very caring. Like, oh yeah, they're of that stage, no? They gen, well, they gen Zs. Well, the Gen Zs. Yeah, because your sister's yeah, similar, right? Yeah, just very exactly. loving and. Talk. Well, anyway, beyond that, right? Uh-huh. I told her she had break up with this guy, and she was, she was, she was, um, she was really going through it. So she mm-hmm. called me, and she must have talked for like two or three hours, um, and. I told her, like, the only advice I'll give you is, you know, fire them and fire them. Like, you need to learn about what you like and prefer. And, they, and don't get locked in and start talking exactly. marriage and so, and you like this person. Like, I always thought and I always felt like, like the general consensus was that you were heading to be married. But in everybody you date, you know, married. you're married to them or even has the potential to be marriage material. Correct. Like, and not knowing them or not knowing multiple people, I mean, knowing in that, you know, you have to send your front a hundred different places, but just interacting, <laughs> interacting, <laughs> just interacting, <laughs> just interacting with, just interacting with multiple individuals of different charismatic types and so on. Yeah, we yeah, just yeah. kind of give you an, an interest to, uh, uh, and at least an, uh, an allowance into your brain to say, hey, look, I kind of, I like this. I don't really like this. Like, I like this level of assertiveness, yeah, but this yeah, yeah, level yeah, of assertiveness yeah. was too much. Like, mm. oh, I don't like this kind of passivity. Oh, I don't like guys who are ultra romantic. Like, some women are like that. They don't, yeah, 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 they yeah. don't like the chivalry, the extra chivalry thing. And some women like women, and some men like men, and some women like manly women, and some women like womenly <laughs> men. It's like what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it, you don't know until you know. And I think the, the religion that we kind of grew up with was very, it, it's very mono in that it's like, hey, look, you date the person and you're married to them and you get you and yeah, you live yeah, together. Yeah. Like, you, there's no room for y'all to done it. You can't no, done no, this is you. with somebody else. And on your first you try. Cannot, you cannot be introducing your spirit to everybody. And That's ridiculous. But, and it's, it's, it's on your first try. And I don't think that that, that doesn't make no. any sense. Like, it, it's also interesting to that we don't live in the age that they lived in. When they were right. growing up, when Abraham was looking for Sarah, <laughs> right? Abraham had to go, go work for 10 hours a day. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We, the communicate on our phones, at a moment's notice, like, it's like, hey, this just happened. Ain't like, yeah. I'm waiting till we get home and we got yeah, the whole yeah, lineup. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 so yeah. When and you, we got to wait on a school. You understand? A daily journal. I of what shall happened. put down my. Eth- <laughs> <laughs> I went to eth, this doeth and did it this day. No, it's not that. It's like legit in real time. Yeah. As my life happens, I'm sharing this with the person I love the most. As it happens. So when you come home at night, you still got to face this person. What else? What's all on top of when you don't say everything in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what are you equated to? I think Chris Rock made. The statement of time, I found it to be very interesting. He said, what took 30 years to accomplish in like, or something like that, what took 20 years in, in a previous relationship is like five years now. Yeah. In terms of how much interaction you have. Like, what? imagine the person hmm. could go bust off for 10 hours and you don't know nothing. They could dead and you ain't gonna know until yeah, yeah, they yeah, reach yeah. home. Right. Or are when they they're don't, supposed to are reach supposed home. Are they supposed to reach home and don't reach home? start sounding the alarm. Maybe. Right, maybe, because right, you right. might say maybe he get drunk and he just going to come home tomorrow. So mm-hmm. ain't even an alarm for maybe 36 hours. That's true, that's true. You know what I mean? But again, the missing, the, the, the level of, oh my God, I miss my husband or I miss my wife is different 
when you yeah, can't access your wife and your husband immediately. And that sort of what you said, Chris Rock said it. It sort of makes sense because now in our time and space is like being together for By even the most years. recent relationship. <laughs> like going for three years. Next month would make us three. Would have made us three. So going for that time... It what does this sound like? Something I need to dig into, but go ahead. It feels like <coughs> it's such a long time. It, but by calendar years, it's only three. Three years. But like, this person is like, my person? So it's like, bye. We sure we only together for like, three going for three years? years? Yeah. Like, huh. And so you feel on your job too? Because it, it's like when you, when you were working, like again, back in our parents' days and even before parents' days, right? When you were working, you had no access to see how other people's lives were panning out. The only time that you knew how other people's experiences were going was when you asked them to their face, like, how is your experience going? Yeah. But you can't see it. You could only, they're only going to tell you maybe their complaints and so on. But no, you got access to see people walking and know what they're making and know what right, going on. Right, so it's like right. the I, level of awareness awareness to yeah. other people's situation makes you less content with your situation because you're like... Well, I'm here doing this job, but man, I mean, if I really let this job be a Peter job look like I'm much better offer to me. <laughs> like say over there making no, 50 that's Gs. A, that's a whole other thing. Like it, that comparison thing to me ain't exactly healthy. It's sometimes. not it's not healthy and social media without your consent really just kind of shove it in your face. I think that's why you allow. Cause yeah, you're gonna be open to it, but do you internalize it and do you allow it to actually mess with your vibes and so on is another thing. Oh, uh, that, that I think I think I think you're right, but I also think that once you see something, you can't really unsee it. Like I'm e- sorry, I just forget shit. Eh? <laughs> Bye. If I don't like a goldfish, which is I not true. <laughs> if I see quickly what's going on and it doesn't resonate with me i don't actually i don't allow it to mm-hmm. why i completely forget about that shit eh? like i think that peer pressure and and son like that don't affect me a fuck it doesn't i hope you don't no no i don't i love, awesome. I love free speech awesome please why no like as i it tell don't. you do you right? nothing nothing growing being in care culture as well right stevie uh-huh. like Whenever anybody want race, they will hype you up. But you can't do this better than me can. But like they will hype you up and hype you up and hype you up. And my car was, I didn't do anything to it. So suck, it was 15 high, closer to the 15.5 second time. And a quarter mile? No, it wasn't exactly a quarter mile because Nevis got they need to start out. That's I think it's like a thousand foot. Yeah, a thousand feet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even if my car was fast, and even there were other cars in that specific um, bracket and so on, but partner, if I am racing, I am racing here. And there's nothing you could but do. There's nothing nobody could do to hype me up to race if me want racing. How how you like, develop this? Like I feel like because what you're saying is I'm true. I'm not an egotistical person. Mm. I legit have fuck to prove to anyone. Mm. Like, nothing to prove to anyone. And I feel like it's been years in the making for me to be so resolute. Mm. But, like, there's nothing nobody could do that would cause me to do anything that you unless don't. I want to do it. 
So best believe if I say I do something is cause I wanted to do it. Eh? But then, then does that mean that you have absolute responsibility then? Like, is it that like you take whatever your life is doing, is uh-huh. it that you take absolute responsibility for it? Because, I mean, being absolutely resolute, as you say, or not being egotistical means that if you're going to say, okay, this shit went real bad, then do you say, oh, it's my fault that it went real bad in most cases? In, um, because while of your not, decisions? While not allowing outside things to affect what happens in my life, yeah, I do take responsibility when I need to. But, like, um, at this stage, I would say, I would agree with what you asked. Because growing up and looking back at the shit person I was, um, that had a lot to do with my upbringing and, like, being in usual Caribbean toxic homes and mm. stuff like that. So, had I continued, I would have continued being a shit person. And I don't know when this light bulb went off. Probably when I had to experience life on my own. But, yeah, if, if something doesn't go according to what I would like or... um. If it's my fault as to why something went wrong, then yeah. You just like, own up to it? Yeah. Like, I feel there's no shame in there. Mm. To me, that's, that's, there's no shame in that. That might be a new age perspective, especially since politicians and many of our leaders don't like to say bye. We you know, we went about, about this pandemic wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we did these things that Yeah, we, we, we did this wrong. We chose this and in hindsight, it was wrong. We, we don't do that. We don't have that. I think, I think, I always look at politicians and, and I always think that they are a reflection of, of us. The people, most definitely. And we don't want to ever take this responsibility because it's easier to blame Somebody. a small subset of people. Because literally, these, it's like what, 12 people, maybe? 12 people for 50,000. Co- correct, right? And like, we, we say. We have so much power and that's a whole lot of discussion. It's a whole lot of discussion. Hey, you're going to hype me up with that. We, we, might, we might be there. But. <laughs> What I'm saying is that they're a reflection of, 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 of us, our votes, and Most our culture. Definitely. So our culture, if our culture doesn't resonate with taking responsibility for your actions or um, owning up to things, right. then they're they not going to reflect that because they're not going to be held to a standard that says, I need to own up to this in order for the people to continue to support me. In fact, Correct. it's the opposite. Most of the times what I realize is that the supporters and the harder, the hard supporters would say, they would defend nonsense yeah. versus yeah. saying, well, maybe we drop the ball a little yeah. here. So the politicians do the same thing. They don't, it, and it's always to remember their principles of power at work here too. It's not just culture, it's principles of power. Like the weak branch is the branch that breaks. The mm-hmm. weak branch is the branch that people don't want to step on. And we don't want to admit this but seeing people as making mistakes opens up the door for, for chastisements and weakness, which means that they don't have control. If, if I could look at you and say, Mervyn, you did one plus one and you, you wrote three, right? Mm-hmm. But it's two. There's an error of, of superiority because I know the answer and you don't know right, the answer. Right, you right. see what I mean? So you're saying, you're saying, well, you know, Stephen, you're right, you know, it's two. Would be mature. But in a leadership position, it's like, you see, she ain't even know what she's doing because she put uh-huh, one plus uh-huh, one is uh-huh, three. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it, 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 again, I'm not saying this is right. This is absolutely against, I don't like it. But unless we as a community say, look, you got to own up to the fact that this, this one plus one is two, you know, man. 
and you were three, it doesn't make you any less of a human being. It not, it's not like you're going to lose political mileage for us. We're going to respect right. you even more. I think we need to learn also giving people grace. Mm. We, they love to use this. We're only human. We all know that. We all know that. And we've used that line. True. But at the same time, we uh, don't allow them to be able to make mistakes and be able to apologize and then accept them for it. No. Uh, accept after and accept Use that they would, to exactly, they would try to move on. True. And it's sort of, this is probably um, a far-fetched part of the conversation <laughs> it's now. Right. <laughs> but it's like, it kind of extends to persons who have served time in jail. Mm. And I don't say criminals because we have a lot of innocent persons in jail a and lot. stuff yeah. like that. But yeah. then, if the defense has not proven their innocence enough, or for whatever reason, they still get They guilty. get convicted, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, after they come out, they're still a criminal. And Trevor, no, I was watching a conversation daily show with him and India a couple of days ago mm. based on the Joe Rogan um, shit uh-huh, uh-huh. going on right now. Correct. And he, was it he or she? One of them said, you know, like he did. When you have criminals and people who serve time, they're in jail, they serve the time, they come out. Okay, at what point do you allow them do you give them basically a second chance? Mm-hmm. We have the term for... Cri- they, they, have, they are branded criminal for the rest of their life. But you said whatever you said. Mm-hmm. You were mature enough to apologize. And we accepted that and we move on and we still good and so on, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then when they come out of jail, they don't serve yeah. their time, then what? We still pers- pers- persecute Precisely. Them. Yeah. So we don't give them that chance. We no. don't give grace in that, in that instance. True. And the thing is, they serve in time. Remember that they spent years in prison paying for what, for what they done. did. Exactly. Correct. And I don't, you know, one term I've never liked is ex-con. I hate that term mm-hmm. because it still may, it still brands the person as a convict. Right. As much as you put X in front of it, that right, person right, right. is still a convict to you. And it's just the same way we treat them like they're criminals. It's just the same way the rate of them repeating criminality is high. Because how do I reassimilate into the, the, the community? Right, right, right. What is the path for me? And especially if you, especially if you're innocent, like especially yeah, if you were yeah, wrongly yeah, yeah. convicted, which yep. happens, especially, I, I think it happens in St. Kitts, yes. I know it happens at even a greater um, ratio mm-hmm. in the States because of how Most their definitely. laws are set up. Right, right, like right. the plea deals them and so they right. seem way more attractive than going yep. through a, a trial. Uh-huh. So people accept plea deals because it's like the law is like, I don't really want to go through this long process of they trying to defend you. You, you. Exactly. You, 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 you're in the wrong neighborhood. You're black. You, you got know, a lot of things going against you. Yeah, which it shouldn't, right? Because social justice-wise, it's wrong. But at the same time, the plea deal is you spend two years, but then you go into the system as a convict. Yep. And you could never recover. You can't yep. vote. You can't. Yep. And people don't even yep. talk about this. You can't vote. You can't get access to certain social um, programs. Even if you were innocent, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've already been labeled that. Uh, like, you can't wash off that. You can't wash off that. And depending on the crime too. You might not get a job in any real... Yeah, but there are some, thankfully, some chains that it doesn't matter if you were in jail. I think McDonald's is one. I saw a mm. post. I got to look back for that. Domino's. And some, it had a listing of other of, businesses. Of businesses that are allowed, yeah. like, yeah. like, 
like non-criminals now to get a second chance. But you see, they, even even though you call like McDonald's and them kind of jobs, like those jobs are not. The top of the top. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, just something to get by. How do you create a career to that? And a lot of a lot of guys who go into prison, I don't know how. Oh, you might probably got more shed more light on this, but. Because you're a journalist. Yeah, I've never been to prison. Let's just state that. Okay, she's <laughs> never been to prison. Um, uh, not that I thought you ever went to prison. <laughs> but I think, I don't know how the rehabilitation um, works in our society. Like, are they allowed to, you know, um, to go into a career, get gain a skill in prison, gain education in prison? Rehabilitation, they have programs in jail where they can write subject well out here in the Caribbean. Um basically going back to school, going back to learning at a college um level. Mm-hmm. So you get your Cape mm-hmm. and what would that be equivalent equivalent to would not, not like exactly. associates? Yeah. 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 Um, they get bachelors and even masters and PhDs too. In what here. in prison? Yeah, bye. In Saint Kitts, like yeah, like, bye. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But who the fund that the government? That's a social program. Not the to... government, taxpayers. Let's just start there. Well, okay. I, I said the government, not to negate that we are paying into the government, but I'm just saying taxpayers like taxpayers fund that. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I guess you read that statement. So we, as taxpayers, we fund people gain masters degrees in prison. Yeah, we fund them being able to write stuff. In, in, in prison and mm. pass and while that is good yeah but when you come out by a feeling oh, yeah, unless you have a, a businessman would give you a chance knowing what you've done mm-hmm. um, whether guilty or not just simply because we got our own biases mm-hmm. as individuals it just comes down to that yeah, because if you thief money, man, 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 correct, man, man. correct, correct. Man, like it's like it's like 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 if you if you were convicted of being a drug addict, like we just said, this is a pharmacy. This is a pharmacy, like, like <laughs> you ain't even gonna be able to get here. You take, I, I don't think so. Yeah, you won't be able to work in a pharmacy. Okay, which is yeah? which is terrible, right? Because That's exactly. Well, is I mean, that the only work you could do? Well, the thing is, if you were in prison and you haven't been using drugs for many years, that's that's basically that's basically rehab. Like True. I'm not saying I'm True. not saying by all means they would say the propensities. Yeah, because you've done it before, so it's, yeah, it's, it's like, a high chance that you yeah, will do it again. That's that's yeah, the notion. As that's if like to sad. say, but bro, I've changed. Yeah, you like know, isn't there anything you've changed in? in of course, in your of course, life? of course. Many of, of course, us grow eating peanut butter and it's only after a while like, but I think I had enough of that when I was a child. Yeah, yeah. I want no more peanut butter. I feel like you, you're talking about my life because I got a jar of peanut butter in there. I, I bought it during the pandemic, right? And I don't know what... Inst- I felt like maybe peanut butter the last a while or take a while to spoil or something. I bought a, a jar of peanut butter, open it, take one like spoonful of it, and be like, I ain't never going to return to this again. My peanut really? butter days are done. Mm. Absolutely over. Like, there's nothing that could compel me. Uh-huh. To put my mouth on a wow. peanut butter. Like, and I have it there and she probably just gives away. It's just, why? You know what I mean? I'm, Man, I'm I don't know. I'm not at that age. And I hope not to because I, I enjoy peanut butter. You got other stuff too, like, yeah, like that you grow up. Like, I grew up eating pork and saying, so, you know, like. Yeah, no. No, no ham, no beef, none of that. None of that. Like, and these are things that my mother used to do. You know one thing, no, I never liked beef. 
Like, I, I, like when in re- in retrospect, looking back uh-huh, on it, uh-huh. I always found beef to be chewy and oh. kind of rancid. I never really liked it. Okay. But again, if mother cook it, well, you know, yeah. not eat meat, not eat the relish, the main <laughs> part, the main Are part of the meat. <laughs> Like the relish is the, the relish is the star. Like everybody's a, everybody playing a supporting role. You know what I mean? Like the vegetables already are pung in the tambourine. Wow, you know what I mean? Wow, the, wow. If you got potatoes over supporting here, maybe role. playing wow. the drum a little in the background too. Who's <laughs> <laughs> singing? The meat, the meat is what's singing. If you got chicken in the meat, like the chicken is what's singing the solo. Nobody even remember. It's like Bob Marley and the Whalers. Like people know the Whalers. Yeah, but, but when you're listening, you say, if, if anybody asks you where you're listening right now, and, right, it, this is and it's Bob Marley, yeah. I'm Bob Marley and the Whalers. Yeah, he's saying Bob Marley and the Whalers. He's saying, listen to Bob Marley. It's too long. And the Whalers. That's a whole lot of That's, the, the, that's for the album cover. But <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't for us to say. That's like, I listen to, Bob, I listen to some Bob, some brother Bob. Is that disrespect to the whole, the people that move? Correct, because, because, because when it comes to it, they, they had a part to play with the music Definitely. and all its own. Like they, Definitely. Bob wouldn't be Bob Marley without the whalers. Right, but yeah, but that's good. We're going to just put him, he's the headliner, he's the one that's going to be on the marquee. Bob uh, Marley, big, and then he just got a little tiny, and, and the, the whalers. whalers. Correct. <laughs> so, Marvin, in terms of taboo, I, I realize you have a podcast now. Have you guys launched it yet? Has it not as yet? And what we're here, this discussion we're having is stuff we hope to explore on it. Like we So you're we gonna copy go objectively incorrect? I'm oh, joking. Oh Jesus, don't. Steven, no, no, no. never. I don't no. I don't I don't cuss on the channel, so no. that's the one thing you could you could change. Wow, that's <laughs> that's what we relegated just, to. I'm ju- that was terrible, isn't it? <laughs> I felt that was that was that was really low. And and it's not true. It's just to say that discussions that we hear having, like these things on, yo, reaching this stage in life, a lot of what I learned, I have to unlearn. And I have to teach myself other things. Mm-hmm. That is what ideally what Taboo Talks is about. Mm-hmm. What we don't discuss in St. Kitts Davis predominantly, mm-hmm. though there are episodes that will be influenced by international occurrences mm-hmm. that could hit home or Correct. in some way has an effect on maybe sex or sex as in S-E-C-T. Sex. Mm-hmm. Okay. The sectors? Not, yes, mm-hmm. sex of society. Mm-hmm. Um, different subgroups and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So their experience has to be valued. Like um, we haven't launched just yet. Mm-hmm. We're so curating supposed to be content. About it? We can. Why <laughs> our publicity is good publicity? Oh man, you, you, you can't keep the people waiting too long. But when, when is it done. that you're gonna launch the the actual show? Looking for April. April. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we just about, man, we in mid-February. I got some more episodes I'd like to lock in this month. Um, into It could be March, April. It just, when I have a certain amount of episodes Correct. at least mm-hmm. for season one to push out. Because I don't want to be in a situation where I'm hemming and hawing. Correct. It's not a matter of me being perfect because mm-hmm. there's no such thing. Mm-hmm. But in the space where I want the podcast to be and what I envision and just me being the type of person that I am, I don't want to start and then I don't, I don't have my head yeah. from my tail when Correct. I reach wherever point, whichever point. So, so you so could like basically front load. 
Yeah. Like you load up some in the front. Yeah, then yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No matter what, if if three weeks happen and we can't do one, at least we, we got this amount. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Just I used I used to do that before and I had to stop doing it. Yeah, you know why? Too much? Wow. No, because what I realized is that life was changing so quickly, right? Yeah. And you like, have to work hard for now. Y- yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, there will be times like that, eh? What and the no, there hell will be times boy? like that. I like the pandemic and everything that's Immediate. changing weekly or daily. Yeah, Immediate. I know. I know you're gonna need. I know. So I have that in the back of my head that stuff where you work hard, uh-uh, ain't even gonna go. Out. And the thing is, this thing is the, the good thing about front loading though is that life that happened by and like when life happened, sometimes you gotta like just kind of go with it. You know what I mean? Yes, like, yes. like life, life. Yes. Like people, when people hear you, like. Even this podcast, like people will come and be like, um, Stephen, Nick, I haven't seen an episode far away. And I'm like, bye, trust me, life, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like life. Like, if I tell you on my face, like, yeah, I'm trying to do. Grace. Give me, yeah, give me a little, give me a little forgiveness there, bye. Because I, 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 if I could do it, I would do it. But again, sometimes life and what you're trying to do too does change yes. over time. Yes. And your priorities will shift, like. Bye. Yeah, your priorities will shift, like, a lot. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you yeah, have yeah, kids yeah. yet, so that's, that's <laughs> what it's, that's I said kids, like, as if I want kids, but I want a child. One. One. Single. Uno. Yeah, man, that's Numero it. Uno. That's it. Just want to add one piece to the world, that's it. Like, like the anime, just one piece. I am not there. With all the talk. Oh, and that's fine. That's fine. And I, I am not. Don't get me wrong. I am I not there not either. Not to have any. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a serious. It's a see. Unlike you, is a serious ambition of mine. Like, okay. Like I do feel like, like, when I was younger, absolutely uh-huh. held. But not that I didn't want children, but I know for sure I wasn't ready. Like uh-huh. at twenty-five, I thought I would be married, and I was like, thank God, because I would have destroyed somebody. Life, uh, like not like kill them, like cause man and that. No, but no, I just, no, just, I don't think I was, I would have been yeah, responsible. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, like, nah, I wasn't ready. Plus, then. you know yourself, so who knows better than you? And you said, as you said, like you know, when you were younger, you were a shit person. Yeah, and I was, I was, a, I was a pretty shit yeah, person yeah, yeah, yeah. too. And not even like unfriendly, just like the things I was doing. Yeah, just looking selfish back now, and, you're like, but no, this, yeah, that's that's I not the guy. Toxic. I, I was toxic. I wasn't good, ready. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, not yeah. a good person at all. I, I, no. I think I'm just getting a handle on it. Correct. Like, Correct. maybe, and, and I feel like in when I, by the time I turn like 50 or whatever, I'm going to look back and be like, 35 was a little young, you know what I mean? <laughs> you, know, you didn't really, you thought you had a handle on it, but uh, uh, not really. Forty was it? Forty ah. was it? <laughs> but again, you, you can't wait for that because that's you. You, you basically would be stalling your life. If Correct. You, if you, right, right, right. So I was about to say a counterpoint would be to that would be where if not now when Stevie, but Correct. if you had had the child at twenty five, I would have been, been like ten years. Well, close to ten years now. When your child would be ten, and you'd be honestly, you'd be ten years wiser in that realm. That's true. And and life is not the experiences. You know, it's interesting. The experiences that you have are not wasted. Eh? Even correct. bad, bad or good. Correct, like, correct. They're, they're, they're foundational. Like you could utilize that experience to generate good, or uh-huh. advice, or something. Like like empathy. I think is one of the things. Says I'm. I I don't know if if Scorpios out there that were born with empathy, but I really didn't have much empathy. Like growing up, like things would happen, I'll just be like, oh, okay. It happened to me, so yeah, just move on. <laughs> and you know, it it I don't want to make make it so like I'm even more of a shit person than I am. But it's true, like like in it wouldn't affect me. Like I would hear like when the World Trade Center happened, right? Oh, uh huh. 
Like, that didn't affect me. Like, I, I, like, like, I'm not saying that it shouldn't affect people or that I was right. I'm not saying that you're naive, you know, but, 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 but seriously, like, in saying it's serious, what I got to do with us? By well, literally, a, like he you, had a lot to do economically, I think. But yeah, but at that time, Stevie at fifty, kind of we really know about economics uh, and what we about dollars and how that gonna affect but it's markets amazing. here. You know, when they say like your heart go out to the people, like and so like. Uh, but I feel like that's just a thing. Just like when people dead, yeah. and we send my condolences or um, I praying for you, and it's like. Even in them situations, yeah. Even in them situations, we just say some things that. When you really think about it, is you did need to say that, yeah. Like, well, I mean, but at the same time, too, they don't want to not say not, especially in our culture where everybody true. probably knows everybody. Correct. So it's like to not say anything. It might seem a might, little, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I it's see like really, saying. man. Do I say? Do I not say? Yeah. But it's, the thing is, just so, like, 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 it's it's a rock and a hard place, and I'd rather fall on this side of. I, I said something to, to, to you know, initiate some level of concern and care for you versus not saying anything and seeming like a complete, you know, like, like uncaring bastard, right? Like, it, it's just a difficult needle to tread because it's like, even if I said my, my condolences to you, how will that make you feel better? Correct. It probably most Doesn't. likely won't. Exactly. But what am I supposed same, to do with your condolences uh, you when should, I'm crying in my bed at uh, home or crying on whomever's shoulder? Like, what am I supposed uh, to do with your condolences? You, Somebody give me sorry and supposed to cry. You would mm. cry anywhere. So my Precisely. condolences didn't Precisely. take anything. Precisely. I didn't Precisely. give anything. So then, this discussion now or at this point in it is we are like Jihan's. Um, book yes, lifting the weight of miscarriage where yeah. she says ask uh, the person ask the person what I want ask True. the person if they at a at a, a space. space where mm-hmm. to, for me I can't say by like there's nothing I can say or do that would probably make you feel any better because I think that's that's on you correct well but do yeah, you yeah, if you want yeah. me to just stand up here just cool. say, just yeah, say need to say my condolences. I, I gather that from it and like just you being there, mm. that's that's enough for me at that time. I think Jen's book has in some real practical wisdom when yeah. it comes to grief. Um, Definitely. And I think because of her acumen toward, you know, vocabulary and so on. She's mm-hmm. really good at expressing thought. Most definitely. God, maybe God do the fact that she's a poet or something, but she's really good at expressing thoughts. And I think that book is really instrumental in dealing with people. But you're right. Yeah, like, yeah, asking yeah. the person what they need is yeah, probably way yeah. more... I hate the shitty scriptures, sorry, not sorry, that we just saying them kind of times. You seem to really hate... You seem to have a really hate, no. strong hatred for no, not our strong Christian hatred. values. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a strong, so, so strong level of Christianity and love for God. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, amen. Hallelujah. Glory be. But no, see, um, like it's, it's them kind of scriptures that when you really think about it, it's like, this what's supposed to do with it? No, exactly, exactly. A lot of the times so it's, so, it's so selfish. Like this is probably a taboo topic we could probably delve into for a second, but a lot of what people do, is not necessarily for the other person or the person but for, for the victim. It's not for the that's the this way I said it's, it's for not them. for the victim. It's, it's for, for their own yeah. 
it's for them. It's them for being their selfish own feeling. And they didn't even realize that correct, they're being selfish. Correct. Because it's what we've grown into. Like that's correct. the culture here. Like we don't analyze and critically think about things. It's like, okay, before I say this, am I thinking about what space she might be in? But no, I thought it and I need to get it off my chest correct, right now. I need to say it because Yeah. Like yeah. let she know that I was here and was not but you be is, did she need you in that space or in doing that thing like mm-hmm. were you were you able to impact her positively in any or, way or do you even care about her mental state at the exactly. time when you said it because exactly. she might have not been thinking about it and then you revived Bye. it and then you made her sad again like yeah like we we, we don't no it's we not don't. it's not a thought and, no, and you know they usually just come with the scriptures god god you know god god okay so it's just um, a default go-to so I'm going to say something that's extremely taboo and that nobody ever really wants to hear. I think funerals are an interesting way for people to feel better about, about the person, the who, person who died. Like, Steve, high five in your way. Oh, wow. Yeah, high five. Yeah. I don't yeah. feel like this is a good high yeah, five high because fives. I feel like it's a high five of just saying things oh to provoke. Gosh, this is going to provoke our people. But I'm just saying, it like, be right. I, I'm going to say it openly just in case I hate funerals with a passion. When I say I hate mm. them, I, I, I think that most of the times I I hope my mother don't listen to this podcast because I do think that she loves me Um, but I think I think funerals are generally for the most part a little bit useless Um, correct because I think if you honoured somebody the time to honour them would have been when when they they could actually hear you yeah what you are doing at a funeral with this load of tribute it's you're doing it you're doing it for the family and I understand the tradition of it I'm not knocking it down to say don't have funerals that's not what I'm saying I'm saying for me for what I look at and what I observe of a funeral most of it is fluff and it's not even for the family I think they're doing it because that's what's expected in him. I'll, I'll give you this, this anecdote. When I was talking to my dad a, a couple of months ago, I told him, when I die, if I die before you, I wouldn't wish that on you. But if I die before you, I don't want Have a, a big, I don't no. want a, no funeral. No, no, no. I don't want none of that. I also don't want a casket, on no, no, no coffee, no, no. no. Don't, don't, don't put yourself in all that expense. No. Don't. Whatever is cheapest. If, it, if it's cheaper to cremate, cremate me, me please. do that. Please. If it's not... Put me in a body bag, have a little candlelight ceremony for the close family and throw me in some hole somewhere yeah, or make, yeah. put me in a garden or but something so I could fertilize exactly, whatever you plant. Exactly, exactly. That's what I want. Exactly you know what my father that. tell me? me? Too. You know Why my not? father tell me? No, we can't do that. Exactly. No, no we can't do that. They're going to put themselves in debt here. I said, but don't but, do it. But is the funeral? But the funeral. What I, want. I am telling you my last I will and testament. Exactly. But that means the funeral has not nothing to do with, with me. Correct. Which means that y'all got this hullabaloo for yourselves. Correct. And let me <laughs> let you say you don't want to knock the tradition or whatever. Well, I'm going to knock it right now. Simply to be yeah, devil's course. advocate. Tabu, tabu and because this is an episode. This is episode 0.111. Okay, then. I'm joking. It's not it. It's not. Please continue. Well, so taboo talk and objectively incorrect. You know, we had a collaboration. We had a link. We had a link. We had a link. <laughs> so you're saying but you're knocking the tradition. Go ahead, Yes, Marvin. because you started outlining how it doesn't, quote-unquote, make sense. And when you think about the dollars and cents that it comes down to, like, oh my God, yo, casket <sighs> prices, bruh. <laughs> then to dig a hole to put the dead person in, then and all the, the 
the, the, everything that surrounds it. People have cake for people who dead know. People what? have parties for people who dead know. The wake is a party or the wake is just... Not just the wake. Like, well, b- before. The wake isn't before usually. No, Sometimes the wake is after. No. The wake, the wake is after. The wake is after the funeral, there's a wake. That if you're going to have party. a... party. Like, from my understanding and reading Becca Lam in school... In literature, <laughs> yeah, boy, gone back there because that's what I know awake to be. That's why I first interacted with the word wake mm-hmm. outside of sleep, and years later I would have come into like the when boats are on the water, the white thing that that's a wake okay. as well. Wow, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, wake I'm, I'm funeral from settings. A this is amazing. <laughs> wake <laughs> funeral settings is before the funeral. And I don't know what the fancy term is for after, but let me just call it a party after. Some people that have parties. Uh, back in the day, it was a week for whatever historical reasons that I can't remember right now, but it was a week. Mm-hmm. So, af- no, we do... Oh, like no, we do parties and cake and so on. Like, and food and so, yeah. Like, we really need that. Like Again, as, as if it's for the living... It is for the living. That's the point. But the thing is, you see, the, that's the thing that does get me. I think that's the thing that does... And that's why I, I don't really go. Like, I don't... Like, my family probably don't like me for that, but unless I have to go. And when I say I have to go, which would mean it would be a disrespect to the person. Correct. The, not the person who died. Who? The person who is alive. For example, if, like... And this is what, uh-huh, and people uh-huh. take disrespect for different things. Like, right. I'm not, I, I can't dictate to you what you see as a disrespect. True. If you, Mervan, if somebody for you dies, I hope they never do. But if somebody for you dies, Buys our part of life. and I hope it never happens to you, but I know it will. What I'm saying, if somebody dies and you, we're close, and I said, well, I have to go to this funeral. Uh-huh. Not to support the person who died, but to support <laughs> Mervan. <laughs> Right? Like, <laughs> legit. I don't know how much more support you could offer to the person who's dead anyway. I don't. So. Exactly. You can't <laughs> offer nothing. But then that is the guise by which we are coming to this funeral to commemorate and to celebrate the life of this person who died. But the person is dead. They're this is what not- I'm saying. I, if I cannot get out of it because I'm too close to the person, then I will go. But I've honestly, gone to three funerals uh-huh. in the last four years. Uh-huh. One of them was my grandmother. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The other two was family something. And one of, a couple of them happened that was family that me no went away. Why? Because I, one, I did not know this person. That too. I wasn't close to them at all. I've never spoken to them. Why am I going to their funeral correct, to take a correct, beer? Correct. I'm not going. Even if they were related to me, I do not know you. I never said anything to you. Why am I coming to your funeral? What is this pretense? I'll tell the family my condolences or whatever if they need anything, if they need help, whatever, which they don't ever say they need because it's embarrassing to say. It looks like in our culture, it's embarrassing to say. I am fundraising for this funeral, which costs upwards of $20,000. But anyway, that's beyond the point. I'm not going... I'm not going. I'm not going to travel. The other day, my my parents traveled for a few... I'm not traveling to go to nobody funeral who I don't talk to. If it's somebody I knew and they said to me in life, but Mervan, when I go, I want you to be there. Then, yeah. I'm, like, I'm relinquishing you. Mervan, you do not need but, to come but, to my funeral. More likely or not, given our ages, I should I should pass on before you, right? Uh-huh. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna come. If you got something good to say to me, 
Say to me as soon as you could yeah, help yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you love, and, and you know, this thing does make me cry, you know, and, and I'll say it, it don't make me cry. I don't tell my family that I love them, right? Uh -huh. And I don't tell them, I, I don't want to tell them I love them in public so I could get some brownie points. No, nonsense. <laughs> I don't tell them to their face, uh -huh. usually one on one, or I would tell them via text or whatever, uh -huh, call uh -huh. them whatever the case is. I'll tell them I love them from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you. I'll tell them what I like about them. I'll tell them what I appreciate about them. I'll tell them thank you or whatever the case is uh -huh. from the outpouring of my soul. Uh -huh. So that when they pass, they knew. They knew. I remember the other day I was talking to my sister and I was telling her I love her. And she, she, she doesn't know this that happened on a you know bi-monthly basis that <laughs> Steve I'm gonna just come with he love you uh -huh, uh -huh. right it's when I take stock of my life I'll be like I need to send out yeah, appreciation yeah, 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 yeah. and Tiana wouldn't even I'd be bawling you know like crying snot out me knows how much I love my sister God. you know Telling you I'm a brother too same way uh -huh. when I telling them I love them and especially I don't be crying snap because in that moment that you, is you, the tears yeah, 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 yeah. that they, that should yeah. be shed for them because they are amazing uh -huh. and I love them from the bottom of my heart but not to me to go to a funeral and a bawling out my eyes in front of these people who were never around because 90% of the people come to the funeral they ain't they, they know you but they ain't talking to you and you know people they use the bawling and them dramatics as a talking point afterwards because when they, they want to hear boy the mother they going on bad but they nearly chow down in the hole with them oh my kind of thing like what egotisticalness what what points are we trying uh, some to get people would say but how, how what they see was like but how them man were going on at the graveside and so how they what how they were going on at the graveside yeah and man so, it's right? not a bawling thing and it's time was celebration the person over here them no men Again, grieving is like, grieving. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. If it's a mother bother. losing the child, then that's somebody you know, like, that's part of you gone. But yeah. it shouldn't be but, like, a talking point. Yeah. It I'm shouldn't be a talking point. But back point. to the the money and the material part of it, like, it's unnecessary. You see, there's... Unnecessary. There, there are some people, though, that benefit from funerals, and we need, to, we need to highlight them. I think we should call them out. There are some people who benefit, like, a lot from funerals. And they find benefit, monetary... I, in a lot of different ways. The funeral homes will, con will continue to perpetuate the grand funeral and that you need this and you need that in order to commemorate the life of your family member, your past member. But they have money to gain. Politicians love funerals because they get to see a lot of their constituents in a small place, make an, 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 a grand, a grand, a grand <laughs> presentation. Grand entrance as well. A grand entrance and a grand presentation to their constituents to show that they care, right? Uh -huh. So it's an avenue for them to get some, some mileage. Is Unfortunate. that benefit though? How would we define benefit in this situation? If, as long as it's something that's going to help you in the long run, it's a benefit. Because if you are trying to get re-elected and you go to two, three fun grand funerals a, a month, you are benefiting in the long run from these so points that you you're being, scoring. That's you being egotistical, but... Yes. They call it benefit. For yes, but it's also PR. Going to a funeral is good PR for a politician more yes, than like yes, especially in the Caribbean. I remember the other day some guy was talking about the reason he ain't voting for this person is because they ain't come to the funeral. They ain't come to him or a fun funeral. Oh my father, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't went to him or a funeral, but the other party went to him or a funeral, and that was a reasoning no, for him to say that he ain't voting for this person. Can we just say how base and basic? That kind of thinking it's, is, but it, hey, but it, it is. People. But again, but as the type of people here, and that's a whole lot of exactly. But then the politicians know that they know the people. So again, politicians tend to gain from it. Some families also make 
some serious um many were trying to be condescending with that right but right. like that kind of that that did just no make no sense by churches now stand to gain from funerals some families because of the prestige level that they have the fu- the funeral is a statement for them the way that they present themselves at the funeral is a statement of like sometimes it's wealth sometimes it's social standing all kind of things even if it goes against the last wishes of the person it doesn't matter because they have to make a statement to the community right. so you see why there's a stake for these 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 groups of people yeah, yeah, to exist to, because, for the funeral yeah, yeah. to perpetuate and continue going it doesn't have anything to do with the person That's dying okay. yeah 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 there's too much at stake. That's why I don't go because I'm not, I'm not, I don't fall into any of these categories. Mm. I'm not trying to make a statement. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to gain political mileage. I'm not trying to make any money from it. I don't even want to do funeral videos. And so people don't want to come to us and say, dude, I don't oh. want to do funeral videos. Because again, I feel like, one, I don't like those things. Not really. I'm sure, pretty sure I'm shooting <laughs> myself in the foot because I might, my company might end up doing it, but not me. <laughs> I don't and want... And that's okay. And I don't want... I don't like going to funerals. I don't want to go to no funeral. I don't want to go to no funeral, especially to shoot nobody in the face while they're Boy, balling. that would be the weirdest thing for me. But like, that's, that's what they want to see. And then going up by the person in the... Cap, like, yeah, and shooting it. I don't do it before, you know, my van. I don't do... I've done at least 25 funerals in my uh, life. Like, videotape uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and photograph them and whatever. And but I, that's enough. Thing. But that's enough for me. I've had enough of it. I've, I'm done. It's the weirdest thing. It's strange. It's strange, but it's also, again, and the family members want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they don't yeah. stream, stream funerals now. I don't yeah. know. I think people who stream funerals, they, they, I think maybe they might have a good way, a good thing about them where they're doing it. Like, you might got a good motive. Like, people can't make it to the funeral right, they're aware. Right. It's COVID. So it might be a little more mm-hmm. difficult. So they could see the funeral happen. But I cannot imagine if I am not in a place that a funeral is happening, I am going to answer. If my mother dies here in St. Kitts and I am in Indonesia and I cannot make it home to see my mother, I can't see myself wanting to watch no funeral Online. of my mother. I can't see myself being there, bawling up myself. Like, why would Over I do... A compu- from, why, a computer from a computer screen. screen. <laughs> You, you know what I mean? Like, like again, but that's me. I'm not uh-huh. saying this. I'm, and I am not the Cezal, right? I am not the Zah of uh-huh. the human condition. It's just me. If I miss the funeral, well, I'm sorry I missed the but funeral. But I think I got memories and that they're going to carry me through. But that is exactly what it's supposed to be about. Like, but that is not what it's about. Me knowing who the person was. And what they is, did. Like, what they knowing, stood for. Yeah, like, I feel like it comes down to a personal level of who the person was in life. Correct. But it's not, that's not what a funeral is about. Correct. A funeral is not what they were in life. And we do this collage in the back now with this load of pictures and so, which means that we now have to take more pictures. So we, more than you got to take pictures to fill up your collage, you know. You got to get a booklet. Your booklet got to get your pictures them. And again, money is being made from these booklets. Yeah, because these things happen. And some of them in color. When they got money again, a next social statement. You see, how much? a tiny. Anyway, moving, boy. Yeah, we we roll and roll and roll and roll. But I think we're gonna wrap it. Um, yeah. Me and you have a lot of rapport, and we we'll yeah, probably yeah, go yeah, back yeah. way further, so this this conversation really could go 
for hours. For maybe six more hours and <laughs> we just eat uh-huh. some fries and some fish and call it judge. But still, um, Mervyn, I just want to thank you for being on the show um, and sharing your perspective. Um, unique as they are, um, and maybe even a little taboo as they are. I think we'd sit down here and talk about how funerals suck, but at the same time, because um, they do. Um, <laughs> so, man, thank you so it. much I for being on this show. Can't edit on that note at all. But <laughs> thanks for having me. Um, I hope from just our banter about every little thing everywhere, like. People are able to, I guess, I, I hope I was able to offer a new perspective on a lot something. A lot of stuff, actually. Even if it's just one, then. I, I think uh, new work. I think it's a I think lot. my work is done there. It's like, a lot. I told you, when you did the unpack thing, I was like, <gasps> okay, there's so it much might, here. It might still be a little too real for people here. No, man, because this is objectively incorrect. It's in yeah, the name. Indeed, indeed. Like, indeed, like it's, it's, it's going to be objective and it's probably, if you want to think of it as wrong, then that's fine because it's in the name. Wrong? What is wrong? Yeah, wrong wrong could be wrong to a lot of people. But we'll stick the pin on that Correct. whole definition there, man. Love and light to your listeners. Love, Love and light! To your your movement. You rest on something? It is. Got a little I locks, think it's just, I do have locks, but I think it's just um, a good vibe. General blessing. Love and light. Blessing. Maybe so that should be the name of this, yeah, this your episode. Your podcast and stuff and that. That's it. Maybe. Love and light. We hate funerals. I think that's it. All right. So, guys, you've been listening <laughs> to Objectively Correct. My name is Stephen Smith. I've been here with Mervyn Thompson. We've been talking about a lot of different things, but stay tuned. There's taboo talks. Coming on. Coming soon. Coming soon. Mervyn is the brainchild behind that. And I'm very, very proud of her for, you know, oh, allowing. Man, thank you. I am. I am very proud of you. For exposing the perspectives of um, young people and the kitticians alike. Because we need more of that. We need more expressions. need more conversations that are deep. And maybe even a little bit more taboo. Oh, All right, cool. So, guys, um, as usual, peace, no gang signs. Later, guys. Bye.